What's your name? Well, my school name is Tugby DeNuno Akbar the first, but everybody calls me Mr. Murphy or it's Keith Murphy. Do you have any idea what your name means or like do you know when? Yes. So I'm a so Tugby means chief. The Nuno means development. So I'm a development chief in Akbali the first means protector of the village. Where are you from? I'm from Keysport, born and raised. Harrison Village bred. How's your day going? Great. I'm glad I'm around you all to engage in this podcasting. Do you have any idea? Uh, what inspired you to do what you're doing now? I went to the University of Pittsburgh School of Dental Medicine. That's where I met my wife. It was like, this is cool too, but it still didn't touch me. So I did a contract. They call it part-time stuff where you create policy and procedure and all this other stuff, but it was working with young folk. Fell in love with the experience with the young folk, and I haven't turned back since. What inspired you to do what you're doing now? I love making a difference with young folks. Um, when, like I said, when I grew up in Harrison Village, we had a lot of support systems. Mothers and fathers that wasn't our biological mothers and fathers, they had license to treat us like their own. So if we were hungry, they'd invite us in the house. Um, so when I got around doing the work that I do, even though this was in probably in two of the most dangerous communities in Pittsburgh, which would have been St. Clair Village and Northview Heights. So needless to say, I attended over 100 funerals. Had to help people understand is, of those 100 plus folks that I went to funerals for, there were thousands that I didn't have to go to funerals for. So when I seen people graduating from preschool, graduating from middle school, graduating from high school, and then graduating from college, that was my aspiration. So now that I have a building now here in, M in McKeesport that you have to come visit, and as well as everyone else. It's one of those places where you can entertain some of those things that you always wanted to do, but you just didn't have the capacity to get to those resources. Mm -hmm. I named this place the Healthy Village Learning Institute so that folks can understand that we need to go back to some of those old enduring principles that I was taught, mm -hmm. that my father was taught. Because, you know, I was able to be with my great grandparents and they taught me so many valuable lessons and that's what I enjoyed about everything but people ask me how did you come up with your curriculum how did you come up with this model I say I grew up on this stuff so my mother and father first thing they did was make sure they showed love to me and my brothers and sisters so every child that comes into the Healthy Village Learning Institute they either get greeted with a hug or a handshake the brothers do their own thing but we want to make sure that we connect with everybody so that they feel like somebody cares about them because not everybody's growing up in a household where they feel love. So if you don't have that, we gonna give it to you. What challenges help you get, get you here today? What challenges? Yes. There ain't been no challenges because I love what I do. When I wake up, I'm excited to get to the healthy village because when I walk in that place, I get rejuvenated every day. So there's not a day that I, I don't wake up saying, I can't wait to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> what keeps you going? you all as long as i can keep seeing you all flourish become as great as you can possibly become i'm happy with that y'all are the future and if we don't prepare y'all the right way we ain't gonna be doing what we can do so you all are the drivers for me what's your goal this year no like what's your goal for this year and next year so what i'm working on now is a, a designing phase for building a 25 million dollar building inside the parking lot of where we're at I already have the design, and once I get the final rendering, meaning this shows you what each classroom will look like, once I get that, then I go to the foundation community and say, look, 
we want to build this super mega building, eight stories high, all glass, to make sure that we can make McKeesport one of those places on the map that folks say, we need to go there. It sounds like you take your ideas seriously. How did you become so confident? It was built into me. What do you want to see in your community? So again, you all, the young folks, need to be some drivers in some of the stuff. Because if y'all don't become stakeholders, meaning decision makers, what is it that you all want that we need to do and that we can do together? So for me, the goal is how do we get you all more active in the community? Because McKeesport needs to see those positive images. They're used to seeing on the news. How do we improve on that? You have got to be able to say to, to 20 folk, look, we're going to meet, we're going to get some pizza, we're going to have some fun, we can do this, right? Mm-hmm. Start it out that way. And then tell everybody of those 20, say, look, each of y'all need to bring two people to the table. You bring two people to the table, you got 60 folks now. See what I'm saying? How and why aren't more people making McKeesport better? I think they are, uh, but I, again, I don't think... Folks have hit folks with the challenge of saying, we need you to buy in. We will say we'll host a community event, but we ain't out there saying, we need you at this community event. So if you leave it up to an option, the Pittsburgh Steelers is playing, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to make it because I'm watching the game. They don't have their priorities straight. So you have to say to folks, say, look, all we're asking for is one Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. Y'all give up four Sundays a month on football. Right? Yes. So put it in perspective for them folks so they understand that you're not asking them to dedicate their lives to what you're trying to do. But just give it a chance. Give it a chance. Come out and hear what we got to say. Get some pizza. Are you working with Mayor Shrepko too? Oh, yeah. Me and Mayor Shrepko's tight. So Mm. that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. So if if I need anything from him, he's more than willing to try to assist if he can. Mm. And But the same goes for him. If he needs something from me that I can provide, he knows he can come see me. What is your favorite book, and what book would you recommend to others that want to do more in their community? My favorite book was The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson. I highly recommend everybody read that book, only because even though it was written in, I believe, 1923, maybe 31, it's still relevant today. The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson. We asked what the meaning behind your name was. We would like to ask if there's any meaning behind your clothes, say your hat, uh, your shirt, shoot pants, or possibly Koofy. even necklace. Koofy. <laughs> this would be considered a koofy. I'm, I'm so comfortable in African garb. In fact, it's almost like my signature. So there's people that meet me when I'm in regular clothes that don't remember me. They say, hey, look, don't I know you from somewhere? I say, yeah, you do. So I say, look, just think African clothing. This is my signature. Everybody should have a signature. When they see me in African garb, they know that's Mr. Murph. Is there anything else you want to share with us? until we end the line. I want to tell each of you to maximize on your potential. Never let folks tell you what you can't do. Never let folks tell you what you won't do. The only way to kill your dream is for you to kill it. Everybody else, there's haters in this world all over the place. That don't mean you have to subscribe to what they expect from you. But you all also have to develop that mechanism that says, I'm going to pull up some folks that need to be pulled up.